This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. Grab your copy of the Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Doug hates candy wrappers, creamy baby sticky seeds with 50 as a top more kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, cause Doug loves movies. Hey, everybody. There's somebody who keeps yelling one word over and over again. What do you say? Chia. Chia? Chia. I don't... Yeah, please don't do that anymore. <laughs> My name is Doug, and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies! That's like the angriest one I've heard, I think. This is Doug Loves Movies! He loves them! 
Uh, coming to you from our most weekly home for the last six or seven years, maybe, I don't know how long it's been, the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater in Los Angeles. It's Tuesday, August 12, 2014, Wolf of Wall Street fight, Terminator 2, Judgment Day of the Dead Poets Society. Rest in peace, Robin Williams. Uh, Minneapolis, Douglas Movies comes to the Women's Club of Minneapolis on Friday night. I am not kidding. Hashtag yes, all women's club. And then Saturday, I'm off to San Francisco for the Benson Movie Interruption of the third installment in the Twilight series, Eclipse. And uh, that's at the Castro Theater, the beautiful Castro Theater. And we're going to knock out all five eventually, but uh, please be a part of this one on Saturday at 420. And Sunday, I'm doing stand-up at Liquid Laughs in Boise, Idaho, also at 420. From the Corrections Department, Philip Baker Hall's character in Heart 8 is named Sidney. Uh, that's not Gwyneth Paltrow's character's name. Yeah, thank God that was cleared up. <laughs> Uh, the prize bag includes uh, Doug Lowe's movies t-shirt and a copy of uh, Gateway Doug 2, Forced Fun, and uh, some other very interesting and tantalizing uh, items that I will share with you uh, as the guests come out here and talk about them. As the people here in the audience at UCB can see, we have four chairs, and that always means that there's just too much awesomeness. <laughs> And so we had to add a chair. <laughs> Please welcome Kulab Vilaisak, Howard Kramer, Mark Marin, and Kumail Nanjiani. Baron, you're like the shyest guest. You're like walking out here like, is this where I go? What's happening? I, what why don't do you I read do? my texts? Read you were, my texts. You were freaking out about the traffic and how hard it was to get here, and then you, you know that you, you've made what? it in plenty of time. Yeah, but you There's another I... guest who is later than you. Oh, there he is. There he is. He's okay. He's horrendous. Horrendous. I'm not shy. What's up? Hi, how but are the you? traffic really missed. Mark Marin, everybody. Hey, how are you? Thank you. The, the traffic really messed you up? Yeah, it was. Uh, I, I, I'm surprised at the text I sent you. I, I, I personally. I think the C word was used at one point. Well, here's what. Here is the first one. Yeah, please. Fuck you and your seven o'clock show. <laughs> Goddamn fucking traffic. I'm out of my mind. And then three minutes later, dude, nightmare. And this is where I thought I had hope. Five minutes, and then cunt fuck. This doesn't sound like you, Mark. <laughs> yeah, I was going to tweet it directly to you. Yeah. <laughs> it's also, uh, what? you know, I guess you're stuck in traffic, so then it's okay to, uh, to text. I just, I, you know, I knew when well, I was doing that, point. that it would fall on stoned ears. And it wasn't going to make... It did. That. It absolutely did. I saw... When I, I, like, opened my phone, I saw five messages. And that usually means 
that the person's completely forgotten about the whole thing and, and just realized it no, and they're, no, they're not going to make it. But I, I just saw five messages and, you know, and then hit, I just you know, sharing. who are they from? Says they're all from Mark Marin. It was all about the traffic. And At that point, like, you were like, the word cunt, I'm going to read. I was like... <laughs> For the next 10 seconds. I was like, the show's going to start anyway, and then you'll run in at some point. It was and, a general uh, cunt. It was not directed to anybody. It no, was just no. A, it's to the it universe. Was, right. Absolutely. Cunt! <laughs> Sometimes that feels good. It's not directed to anybody. It feels good every single time. Every yeah. time. <laughs> cunt! Don't call me that. No, I would never, Mark. Come on. All right. You're, well, this is a, kind of a this is a weird time to weird time to introduce Kulop of Everybody, she's here. Hi. There should be a porn version of At Midnight where the host just keeps yelling cunts. That's the you worst. You get cunts. That's the worst porn where they're just talking about it rather than doing anything. <laughs> Boobs. Think of them. Okay. All right, now so that's uh, <laughs> uh, so that's me. That's uh, Kulop is here, everybody, and she's got not only a terrific podcast with the uh, the late coming gentleman. Uh, we'll talk to in a second. Yeah. No, no, the traffic was a cunt. Was uh, it? Wait, was it bad for you? Uh, well, I let Uber do it, but uh, it was tough. It was bad them. for the Uber driver. I think so. Was he Are stressed? Are you drinking? Why? Why Uber in the middle of the day? It's like I don't have to deal with the road rage that okay. I get. <laughs> yeah, Howard really uh, threw on an outfit like he's off to the Hamptons. This, this is really, uh, this is, this is really uh, some great Gatsby shit going on here. This, this is actually a gift for you. This isn't part of the wardrobe. Not at oh, all. yeah. I Instead see. of a scarf, it's another T-shirt that you have draped around your neck. It's exactly that. But even your hair is very windswept today. Uh, you really uh, seem like you came here the, in an Uber convertible. Yeah, the Uber had no roof. Driven by <laughs> Toby McGuire. Uh, so what's the, what do you have for the prize bag? It's Howard Kramer, everybody. Oh, yeah, this is uh, co-host of Who Charted. This is a t-shirt. Could you hold the mic? Thank you. Thank you so much, Kulop. You're welcome. Give it up for Kulop. Uh, this is uh, a thing called Goo Cruise. It's a song off my new album. Some people know it. Some of this, some of that. And this is the story of uh, when you go and take a ride on a jet ski, a sea do, mm-hmm. uh, driven by an orangutan. Orangutan. Get orangutan. it? Goo Cruise. Oh. So that's, pro- hey, that's it. Doug, I have two options for the bag. Hey, Howard, is your new album for children? What's going on with that? You know what? It appeals to the child of all of us. <laughs> for just three months a year, guys, give your time and attention to summer. Okay. What's it? What is Wait, it, Do you want my stuff? <laughs> uh, what? I... Well, yeah, you brought something. Oh, you brought all, your own bag of stuff. Here, that, I got the vinyl of my special. Oh, that, looks, that looks thick and heavy. Whoa. But also, Thinky, this, Thinky Pain, it's called. I brought two options because I, was, I did the, the Oddball Fest, and one of the sponsors was the Pax Vaporizers. And I actually put a post-it on there. It just said, it said for Benson, <laughs> if he doesn't have one. Yeah, and those are for tobacco use only, by the but way. But do you have one of these? I do. Uh, they, they keep giving them to me. Uh, yeah. Well, d- well, let me pack you a question. What? Um, <laughs> he just had that joke. He, you, do you realize how much that's worth? No. <laughs> they what do they sell for now? Like two fifty? Two hundred fifty dollars? Two hundred fifty bucks. So oh, do you still want to put it in the prize g- bag? No, I'm gonna start smoking weed again. <laughs> 
<laughs> just, just had 15 years sober, but for 250, that's got to make it it's really good. It's an expensive good. item. So it's not gonna, even really weed when he's so smoking it. You're hanging there, on right? to it. Is that what you're saying? You're huh? gonna keep it? Yeah, fuck yeah, I'm gonna keep it. <laughs> <laughs> I gave you the record. People were excited. That, if you needed it, I would have given it to you. But now, yeah, I'd probably give it to somebody you know who is equally as fucked up as you are in my life. But maybe a charity, if you could raise some money or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, just, I'll give it for the kids. I'll give it. Maybe I'll give it to my teenage niece. Why don't you put it in the prize bag? Because it's two hundred fifty dollars worth of prizes. That record is something that I'd like to put out in the world. I enjoy that record. It's my record. This was given to me with no knowledge of what it's worth. I do think it has my name on it, though. Uh, but you just said you had three of them. I, do, I don't need it. Okay, but, see, that, but, thank you for the honesty. I'll, this will be a pleasant present for perhaps... I've done this once before. Uh, one time pleasant Tom present. Lennon brought the actual badge prop from uh, Reno 9-11 that he would wear... Reno uh, 911? That's what I call it. Is that a spinoff where they have their work cut out for him? Yeah, weren't you offered the lead in that? Well, I don't make it past the first 15 minutes, though. Uh, that's, that's, I haven't introduced him yet. That's Kumail Nanjani, everybody. <laughs> and uh, Kumail's a very, a very thoughtful guest because you brought, uh, you'd forgotten to bring some promotional items, so you purchased some stuff. Yeah, I brought a bunch of like candy and cookies and um, uh, candy. This looks like a super fancy uh, ding dong. It's two hundred fifty dollars. Two hundred fifty dollar <laughs> ding dong. These Good Bites raw chocolate truffles look super fun. They're made with superfoods. I'm sure so. it tastes terrible. That's Where'd the you, shit that, like, Pete Holmes likes. Where'd you get that stuff? Where'd you get it? Um, just right around the corner. <laughs> it's healthy. <laughs> yeah, so that's, uh, that's nice of you to bring that stuff. And uh, what's... Uh, I, I brought that. Mine goes with Kumail's. We didn't plan it. Um, I went to the dentist today. And they gave you this really sweet little purse with uh, yeah. uh, floss, floss and a toothbrush. That's right, for your and, traveling and no toothpaste. needs. It's for a, a dry tooth existence. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The dry tooth experience. That's good to have in your luggage when you might forget your other toothbrush. That's how I use them. I have a lot of those. Right, plus hotels are pretty cool about toothbrush giveaways. Yeah, but those aren't even real toothbrushes. They're like half a toothbrush. They're weird. Yeah, they're you not gotta really. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta, but gotta th- really that has it. the card of my dental hygienist. Oh. So that's probably different from your guys' situation. No, actually, mine all have a dental hygienist oh. phone number attached to it. Okay, all right. Uh, don't forget, there's two uh, free hot dogs from Pops Hot Dogs. Yeah, no cheap mystery meats. That's and, a t-shirt, um, t-shirt from, from Cuckoo. From Goo Goo Cruise? No, this is a Who Charted t-shirt. Yeah. Yay! Yeah. That's at Podcast Me and Kramer do. Who Charted t-shirt, a uh, fancy lighter somebody gave me out on the road, uh, Mark Maron's Thinky Pain, and, uh, and no packs. That's what's going to be won today by, uh, by someone... Someone's going to have to work harder for in that ...in this packs. audience. Uh, <laughs> apologies to put your hands together, because I, I feel like this one's going to be a long one, because... I think it's only fair and nice and right to uh, take a moment and talk about uh, the dearly departed Robin Williams because uh, everybody's been thinking about it. It's a pretty devastating loss to people, which is, shows how great he was and, uh, 
and maybe that that's crazy that someone that's that great could get that depressed to uh, to resort resort to that. So I thought just uh, everybody could say what they want about it, but I thought we'd start with you know favorite Robin Williams movie. Just go down the panel and uh, and name them. And if you say the wrong one, uh, points <laughs> points will not be deducted. <laughs> I'm just saying, go ahead and say Hook if you want to. But, uh, <laughs> My, my favorite Robin Williams movie, I think it would probably be uh, Good Morning Vietnam, I think, is, is the one that I would pick because I, I think it really, it was one of those ones where he was in it and it perfectly served his character and, and it, was, uh, it was hilarious. He had a great comic supporting cast and uh, yeah, it's a, it's a sad thing, but that, I think that it, it would be my favorite one. People are checking out the uh, WTF with Robin Williams. Uh, yeah, I reposted the... Uh, yeah. You know, I'm sure it's comforting to listen to, you know, like just sort what's of amazing, where he's coming from. It w what was weird about it was like, I've done that with, with other people who have been on my show and have passed away. I did it with Jonathan Winters. I did it with Ron Schock. And, uh, um, and w what was weird about it is that I knew I was going to do that, and I knew I'd have to say a few words first, which I did. I just, you know, spoke, I, uh, accessed the feelings, and focused, and, and felt what I felt, and talked about it. And then people, because of that interview, was so candid with him, and he'd never really spoken like that before, and I don't think since. You know, everyone started. You know, I started getting these press requests. I'm like, I don't know the guy. I don't know. I don't have a history with him. That conversation was it, and it was amazing, and it changed my life. But that's it. I'm not going to say anything. You know, listen to it. You know, grieve appropriately. Don't yeah. be a predatory weirdo who's like, we got to get comments. I was at the Houston Improv last night, and uh, the two local news stations were outside. And if I had wanted to, I could have gone out there and spoken to them about Robin Williams, and I'd say, well, I've met the guy a couple times. He was super nice, and. He had a profound effect on all of our was, lives. Yeah, exactly. And, and, but like, but like, what it, what me outside of a comedy club saying, you know, yeah, what, what difference does it make what I have to say? I mean, yeah. But I guess people they like that coverage because it's it's still somehow comforting to be able to continue speaking about it instead of just trying to you know, right. forget it. Well, I thought the interview would just speak on its own. And at the end, what's really scary and horrifying and sad is that at the end of the WTF with Robin, he did a riff on suicide. Like, it was the only time in the entire interview where he actually riffed. For some reason, I got him on a day where he just wanted to talk real shit. And then at the end, he, had, he has a conversation with himself contemplating suicide and talking himself out of suicide. It's sort of devastating, uh, given what happened. But it's still, it still shows that he had been struggling with his illness a long time. And that I think it gave a perspective that, that I think is helpful to people. And Goodwill and, uh, Good Hunting is also a good movie. <laughs> Howard, what do you think? Patch Adams? Um, I'm a patch guy. Um, <laughs> that should be your quote to the news. <laughs> Hashtag Howard Team Kramer. Patch. Yeah. What news network is that? Huh? What news network is that? I don't that? know. Whenever people Call you know, contact, what do you think of, uh, I was a patch guy. Uh, <laughs> hey, it could be a But you thought a variety. clown network would... Interview you? Possibly. Yeah, a clown it doctor a, network contacted you. Could be a way into that industry. You know, could be a foothold in. Uh, my favorite is Popeye, uh, Robert Altman's Popeye, which is like, um, wow. That, that was the first. That <laughs> smattering was. 
Well, you know, wow. there, there was, it was considered a flop, and uh, yeah. uh, the esteemed Leonard Moulton, I was looking through some of his Robert Williams reviews, and uh, and he gave it the bomb classification. Yeah. But I think that would happen if you don't kind of understand the... Popeye? Yeah. Or all, and also, but also just get in... The spinach thing or, and what it just, means? Or just get into the vibe of the music in it. It's got a very interesting score that you could either find grating right. or uh, well, enjoyable. It was, it was such a... Uh, if you're going to translate one world of, that, of those comics and that cartoon into a film world, like usually it would be a much broader sensibility. And this was like Altman, and like the conversations are overlapping, but he's, yeah, just, it's he's total talking to Pluto. Yeah. yeah. Well, that one is weird because it's a kid's movie, but the plot is about a baby who can predict like horse race wins. Yeah. <laughs> so it's for that intersection of kids who are really into gambling. Uh-huh. It's like a really weird... And it's got the yeah. least scary octopus in the history of cinema. Yeah, yeah, it just gets kind of thrown on the actors and they just sort of <laughs> pretend to struggle with it. But he's so fucking great in it. Yeah, he he's well, he really, yeah, that's He's the thing. so great that's where in you, it. That's where you were like, oh yeah, this guy is like a Juilliard trained uh, serious actor. Like he really <laughs> had to do a lot to transform himself for, uh, you know, the result arguably... Uh, yeah, those know. huge forearms. Yeah, he had that to, should be your second quote. He had, <laughs> he had to have those glued on every day, and then watch some glue hair onto those. Like he's got plenty of hair on his actual arms, but uh, he's one of the hairiest dudes of all time. Uh, Kulab, what do you think? Mine was Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, that was like the first. Uh, he won the Oscar for that. Yeah, and the first time I saw him, uh, that I saw him in a different light for me. Total like to, gentle teddy bear professor. Like yeah. kind of the, a Mandy Pekinkin. Pekinkin. Mandy Pekinkin. <laughs> the Pekinker. I had known him as, uh, for me, I had known him as a comedian and him doing comedic roles. For me, that was the first time I saw him do Right, uh, a lot a of the stuff role. he did was like sort of s- supposed to be dramatic or kind of dramatic, but that one was really like, uh, that sealed the deal. Didn't he play Yakov Smirnoff in Moscow on the Hudson? I don't believe that's who he was supposed to be, but he was in that film, yes. He was a saxophone player, I believe. Oh. Kumail? Um, good Will Hunting is, he was so good. At you being, can't take one that's already been. Oh, fuck. No, I didn't well, I'm just saying, it's so, he was so good at being so funny, but also really heartbreaking. Like, he could do both. He could play characters with such loss, you know, he was so good. But I would say, I'll go with, I think Mrs. Doubtfire and Birdcage are so fucking funny, those movies. I laugh every time. I'm surprised at how funny Mrs. Doubtfire is every time I watch it. So funny. Yeah, and Birdcage, too, is a really, it's a really fun, fun fun-ass movie. Really great uh, movie. And he's really great at playing the, uh, you know, uh, gay guy that's not as flaming as his partner. Like, that was a kind of a, a thing you didn't, hadn't really seen, but he did a great job and doing for, that. I think for, at least like my parents, for a lot of people, it came at a specific time where like homophobia was more accepted. And that movie, I think, introduced... It does open a lot of minds. Yeah, Absolutely. I think Absolutely so. it did. Do you remember that, sure. that, that he had that little part in that Woody Allen movie? Was it Deconstructing Harry mm-hmm. where he played the actor who was out of focus? He was actually <laughs> fucking genius in that. Because <laughs> like, you couldn't see who it was, and he had these weird movements of, of being out of focus and not understanding it. And it was so, it was genius. It was great. It was only like five minutes. He was great in that. Can I change mine? <laughs> yeah, changes that. Uh, uh, no, that was just an impressive thing. 
He's just even in stuff that he did that I don't enjoy or I, you know that I think is a bad film or uh, I, I just think that he was a, a very committed uh, performer and uh, super talented. Like I didn't watch that TV series he just did, but like Crazy every ones. yeah, every time I saw a scene from him, I was like, he had to fucking learn all those fucking lines. Yeah. Like they they fucking those David That's those the David most... Kelly shows. They fucking talk and talk and talk. That's the most basic thing to be impressed by. <laughs> No, I'm just he saying. He didn't look into the camera once. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Most movie stars can't just go on a show like that and no, play with the TV people. Like they can't. Really, really they can't special. Learn all that shit. He did do it that way. Well. A lot of TV, right? Sure, yeah. sure. Mark and Mindy. I saw. I, I went to a uh, taping. Like I think it was uh, my high school. We went like in a school bus up to. Uh, Hollywood, and I saw a taping of Mork and Mindy. Yeah, and uh, Bob Saget was the warm-up. Really? Yeah. From yeah. San Diego, you went all the way. From San Diego, wow. yeah. And uh, and then after after the thing was over with, I, I like ran around the, the I, I like ditched the rest of the class and ran around the Paramount <laughs> lot till I got caught. And uh, I can't imagine Saget as a warm-up. How did he not be filthy? No, he wasn't filthy, but he was. He definitely had that like uh, motor mouth, uh, right. you know, uh, talking in circles and a lot of puns, and you know, he was he, yeah. was, he was very entertaining. I, I liked him then, uh, even then. And I think great. the weird oh, thing about uh, about Robin too is like, I mean, I. I've met him many times and I've spent time with him. It's like, you know, he was a very generous, very sweet guy. And, but the weirdest thing about Robin Williams is that he was almost shy. Yeah. When, when you would meet him off stage, or in, he was always interested in what you were doing. He was very humble and very sweet and just a, a really genuine person. And it, it, like people who don't know him that way or, or wouldn't see him in these, because he was coming around here and he's, he used to be coming to comic clubs. It, you, when you first see him, you're like, oh my God, it's Robin Williams. And he's really like, hey, how's yeah. you know, and he doesn't, he wasn't, it was just, he was very grounded and very sweet. And, and it's like, it, he was very, he seemed very kind. Yeah. Like he just uh, was unbelievable. such a, when I, I, he was dropped in like a meltdown once yeah. and I got off stage and went into the green room and he was like, hey. And I was like, hey. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, hey, I'm Robin. I was like, yeah, okay. What's your last name? And, but the, I was like, oh, hey, Robin, nice to meet you. And I remember talking, and he, I was like, do you want to go up? And he was like, I'm just here to watch. And I was like, just do two minutes. And his hat and court were off. He's like, all right, I'll do two minutes. But and how much he, did he really do? He did 15. <laughs> Blew the light. I'm giving him the light. <laughs> he fucking crushed. Well, what was great was not the, when his jokes wouldn't do well, how self-effacing he was on stage and like make fun of himself. And the crowd, like you, so much love. And when he got off stage, his face was so bright and he was smiling and his eyes were shining. He was like, thank you. That, I really, that was wonderful. I really needed that because he'd just come from shooting crazy ones. And I think it was a long day or something. And he w stuck around and watched the show and laughed at everybody. And, uh, and he just then left. And I was like, please come back anytime, Robin. And, <laughs> and I texted my mom that Robin Williams did my show. And it's the only time she's ever been impressed. Oh. <laughs> One time when I was, I was at the Throckmorton Theater, you know, Pitta runs that show up there, mm -hmm. up north, and Robin used to hang out there. And, you know, he's not the kind of, you didn't want people, I didn't want people to know he was in the audience. He sat in like a, like one of those, uh, what do you call it? the booths up mm -hmm. top, like, right. So he's up there, and I got a headline, and I know he's sitting up there. And I don't want, I don't want to play with him. Because like he likes to improvise, and I didn't want to get in. You know, I, I had to get through my hour. I didn't want, want to just improvise or try to improvise with him. 
And but you can't stop thinking about the fact that he's there. I know he's there because every time a joke didn't do well, I'd hear Robin go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> And it was, it was such a defined laugh. It could only, no one else, you know, oh, you know, like, I was like, oh my God. It was, it was like this ongoing invitation for me to acknowledge. And uh, I didn't, but he did get up there and he did a, a, a German sex therapist for like 45 minutes. I ran this really tiny show uh, at El Cid like seven years ago. And it was a show where we were just doing everything but stand-up. It was called Garage Comedy. And he showed up. And just hung out. Like, he hung out, and I took a photo with him. It was such a thrill. And I know um, he did improv jams here on the stage. And it's such a, such a beautiful thing. He would come and jam with, like, students, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I just... He just loved comedy. He loved being around comedians. Yep, that's because he was, at, at his core, a fucking comic. He was a comic. He was a great comic. There's nobody like him. That's it. Yeah, and probably. I mean, I don't. I, I can't. Uh, you know, diagnose uh, him, but uh, I would imagine that he know, was that depressed. Was performing, yes, and performing like being in front of people all the time. Yeah. Like if there was comedy twenty four seven, he could probably you know get <laughs> yeah. by. That could yeah. probably be uh, his medicine. But, he should have uh, hired an audience to live with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too dark, uh, too dark. I apologize. Too soon. Maybe too true. Yeah. It kind of had to happen, you know. Where this is supposed to be a fun show, and uh, it's it's a it's a heavy subject. I was gonna say, for me, it's uh, World According to Garp is my favorite. Oh yeah, so, that's like right after Popeye. I think that's like a, yeah, one of his really early one. Really early, and but just uh, you know, like introduced us to uh, Glenn Close and John Lithgow, and and just that whole movie is Amanda just, Plummer. Uh, oh. The fucking the, no tongue stuff. And all, but how about the crazy. guy who gets his dick bitten off? Is that that movie? <laughs> sure is. <laughs> it's extremely unpleasant car accident blowjob scene yeah. in, in in that film. And uh, and that yeah. guy was such just a skeevy little actor guy, just like fucking that guy with fucking Robin's wife, and then in the car, and he oh boy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's not a good night for him. <laughs> that, that guy. That speech that he gives in Goodwill Hunting to Matt Damon, where he's like, you know, you got to live your life, go and look at the Sistine Chapel and stuff. I think about that like once a week because my instinct is just to like stay home and kind of fucking do nothing, go out. But I think of that where I was like, yeah, it is important to go out and have like experiences. And I don't know, man. You can it's still a- look at a lot of great video games <laughs> if you. <laughs> If you stay home, then you could then you could listen to a podcast about it. No, I fucked the, up. The indoor kids. <laughs> I've made a huge. You're mistake. doing a terrible job of promoting your own. <laughs> it's a great TV show that you could watch on Comedy Central. <laughs> did you, Camille? Did you have uh, like uh, you know? I always love hearing from you, but like uh, there was this something specific you wanted to promote by uh, for this with this appearance. Oh, uh, the Meltdown with Jonah and Kamel is a show. It's on Comedy Central, twelve thirty a.m. Wednesday nights. 
technically Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, 11.30 right in the Central and Mountain Time Zone. Yeah, and uh, you're on it, and Mark is on it. And uh, yeah, When's my episode going to be on? I heard like at the opening night party or whatever, you showed that episode. It killed. I heard it went well, yeah. It killed. It was so <laughs> fucking funny. Gabe the Magician told me that the, the, my bit turned out okay. Oh, it's so funny. And the funny. night we did it, it was a mess, as you know. It was so funny. <laughs> uh, no, it was, it was fun on the night, too. We had to change the order because there was... A joke um, that after the Robin thing wasn't appropriate, so we like switched the order around. So I don't remember what the order. What was that joke? Um, Here, I'll do it in its entirety. Thank you. (laughs) Because it'd certainly be less appropriate now. (laughs) Yeah, this is the worst time to do it. Um, no, it was like a, it was a really. It's a. I don't want to get into it. It wasn't. You know. It's. Mm. It's. It's not. It was. It was a really funny joke, and it's actually a very uh, uh, well done and uh, compassionate joke. But it just they were scared of airing it. And well, last know. night in uh, Houston, the uh, club for you know makes perfect sense. They wouldn't even think of this, but their opening video. Uh, that starts every show, they list off a bunch of comedians that have, you know, come from the improv, you know, and they just, Robin Williams! Mm. And the crowd was like, ah, ah, like they didn't know, yeah. they made the weirdest noise. <laughs> like some of them were like, yay, and some were like, ah, that's, why did you take that out? You know, like why are you reminding us before we have to watch some stoner for an hour and a half? <laughs> My um, mom texted me yesterday. She was like so sad about Robin Williams, and she never texts me. And I realized like the Venn diagram of my mom and my interests, the only intersection is Robin Williams. <laughs> That's the only thing we agree on. He's fucking awesome. I talked to my mom yesterday a few minutes after I heard, and she clearly didn't know yet, and so I didn't say anything. Yeah. I gave her a little bit more time. <laughs> To uh, to think that he was alive because yeah. it's a bummer to everybody. It's what because everyone he has like a place in everyone's mind and heart. You know, no matter what, he's been around. You know, he's Robin Williams. Yeah, and everyone has a favorite Robin Williams movie. Like everyone has a movie that they love that has Robin Williams in it. Mm-hmm. Death to Smoochie, anyone? <laughs> <laughs> Thought there might be one weirdo. <laughs> World's Greatest um, Dad. That's, uh, that's good. Yeah, that's yeah. a really great movie. What about um, uh, Jumanji? People always fucking... So last night at the... By the way, can I say Jumanji f- fucked up my life for like three years? <laughs> <laughs> that's when, you, sure that's when you made the switch from board games to video games? Yeah. <laughs> my name used to be Kumel Jumanji. I had to change it. <laughs> Are you sure it's not Jumanji? Yeah, I'm pretty fucking sure. <laughs> I've been hearing it my whole life. Hey, uh, my my mom called. My mom texted me about it, but it wasn't because we like, we have common interests. But I think she uh, must be nice. She was like, I think she was checking to see if I was still alive. She does check on you whenever anything happens. Yeah, so I think it was like, well, if Robin Williams' his career was is like big. You know? yeah. Right, if he can't make it work, then I better check on Howie. <laughs> yeah, they're in similar classes. <laughs> That's the thing. Thank he was, you, Mom. Though he was so successful. And it's, you yeah. just realize like, it's not, it has nothing to do with it, I guess. Yeah, you'd think yeah. that would have helped. It's a different thing. Yeah. It's a different thing. Uh, at the improv last night in Houston, uh, 
At the end of my shows, I'll play a game from Doug Loves Movies with audience members who brought uh, name tags. And um, so I wanted to play Last Man Stanton, and that's where you get, a somebody from, you get a name of somebody, and then everybody just takes turns naming movies that person did until you, until you run out. And uh, the audience, people just start yelling out Robin Williams. I was like, oh, this is a comedy show. I didn't really mean to, to go this route, you know? But then we had, we had fun just going through and, and, and naming yeah. these movies, you know? It was... I, I enjoyed it. And that's my way of saying, let the games begin. Yeah. Um, Dead Poet Society? We didn't even talk about that. That's an amazing movie. Sorry. Let the games it begin. It is amazing. No, he movie. really, like, going through all of them and just really thinking about them, like, even things that uh, didn't work so well, at least his, he seemed like his, always his heart was in the right place. I know? loved What Dreams May Come, even though that's, like, such a weird... That's a crazy-ass movie. That's, that's where he's, like, wandering around in paintings the whole time. Yeah. And Cuba Gooding Jr. comes by and he's like, I'm not radio. <laughs> in hindsight, I not a good other movie. things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, I like that movie. Um, gentleman and lady, pick your name tags. There's a guy with a license plate over there. I'm sure he's been here before, and I made a Jaws reference before. And uh, I, I, how about the hula hoops? What's in that box? Donut holes. Donut holes. A box full of donut holes, you guys. If you're into, if you're into donut holes. Uh, oh. Wow, I got a hula hoop. Kumail switched out his uh, non-donut hole name tag with a donut hole name tag. Mark Seven f- looks like he might have chosen a hula hoop. A taped hula hoop that says Hudsucker Scotty on it. Okay. Was there hula hooping in that movie? Yeah. Okay. It's a big part there of the movie. movie. There yeah, you go. Yeah. He's, he invents hula hoops. That yeah, was very clever. Oh, right. Very right. clever. Scotty. Is that your name? <laughs> Hudsucker okay. Scotty, I like it. Where did Kramer go? <laughs> he has he's left the building. He's, he's literally he's, gone. He's Ubering home right now. There might be some good name tags out on the street. <laughs> I mean, but seriously, we're making jokes. I'm concerned. No, no, no. He always comes back. Don't worry, Kamal. <laughs> he does always he disappear comes back. from who charted he sometimes? Does. He does. Oh, there he is. He is. You <laughs> made it back. I got Jim Jims. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll get to you here in a second. We were just worried about your well-being. You... It's good, good to know that we're... you're here. Oh, you do? okay. That's Everything's it. That, all right. That we can't eat those. All right. right. I'm going to make a, a vine of this. Let's start with uh, Kumail. Who are you playing for, Kumail? I'm playing for Paul, and he hearts donuts. <laughs> and it says, uh, donut holes with arrows pointing to the donut holes. <laughs> no confusion at all. I'm Who are you playing for? I'm 100% sure I know what these are. Cool Me too. Mikey Soda. He's from Minnesota. Me too. Howard. I'm playing for Jim Jims. That's, a, that's about all the information I have. <laughs> uh, it's some sort of snack box. I don't know what snack it used to be. Cookies. But now it's Jim Jims. They're JoJo's. They were JoJo's from Trader Joe's. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Vanilla sandwiches. Oh, I don't know JoJo's. They're cream cookies. There's, there's instructions on how to eat the cookies on the side. Oh, good. <laughs> I feel like we have that down, Trader Joe's. <laughs> Mark, who are you playing for? I'm playing for Hudsucker Scotty. Brought a hula hoop. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
I don't know. Um, if, I don't know if Scotty's thrilled about me playing for him, but but we're gonna do our best up here. We'll be all right now. And sometimes it happens for me. Yeah. Any anybody can win, and uh, I was delighted when you had Leonard Malton on uh, WTF, and you guys discussed your uh, your amazing. Uh, uh, you went uh, f- negative three on uh, Wizard of yeah. Oz. I did. Yeah. That is a pretty big moment for everyone. Yes. <laughs> oh, shit. It changed that, a lot of people's lives. That was lives. the night that I beat your ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you remember? Yeah. Good. The pills are working. Uh-huh. I think I need pills. Do you really? <laughs> I don't have pills. I don't do pills. Are you on pills? No. Okay. Um, why are you so fucking happy? <laughs> Things are going all right for Camille. I know. Silicon Valley, big big hit. Yeah. You're doing a thing. You're doing a thing where you and TJ Miller are going to be asked questions by somebody somewhere on like Thursday. Do you know about this? Uh, yeah, that is the worst description of it I've ever heard. Why? What's going to happen? We're just doing our Twitter Q and A because Silicon Valley came out on iTunes. Oh, a Twitter Q and A. Yes, yeah, How does that work? Is it like Twitter? <laughs> yes, it's like Twitter. <laughs> People ask you questions, you yeah. respond. <laughs> and you get angry at them. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. All right, cool. What uh, is weird is that if we ever tweeted each other, Mark, there are 10 people who respond trying to fucking get us to fight. And it worked three days ago. I know, but we, both of us sort of petered out, you know, because like, I don't really, I don't have anything really against you. Um... <laughs> Look me in the eye when you say that. Why do you have to look away? Here's what, here's what it is. Uh-oh. You're very, you're very uh, bright, funny man. I enjoy what you do. Thank you so much. Yeah. All right, let's continue with the... <laughs> let's get... But... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> now nah, let's do what happens. It was... Now. We were... We, yeah. We'll see what happens during the game. I... No, I'm... I'm I'm happy for your success. Uh, cut. Can we take that again with more sincerity this time? You I said in- it. Yes, I said it. Thank I'm you, trying Mark. to fucking no, no. contrary action. <laughs> hey, Mark, do you watch uh, X-Files ever? No. <laughs> then you should be a guest on uh, the X-Files files with Kumail Nanjani. I, was, I watched a couple of them, but not enough to listen. I... Um, <laughs> It's a podcast about the X-Files. I'm going through it yeah, and watching yeah. all of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I can't keep up with all your great things. <laughs> you know That's what a great way like? of saying it, throwing that yeah. word great in there. If people matter? not see it at home, but the face and the words do not match. <laughs> it looks like that old Conan bit where the lips are moving and the no, face no, is doing something. You know, I think we're both doing okay, and, and it, you know... It, Took me a lot longer to get to where I am, and but you know, luck is a big part of this business. And I um... is that right? I don't know. I just it all I comes just, down I to, just, to just, longevity. I, 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 I love what you. Th- it's really hard for you to be mean, and I appreciate. That. Well, okay, here we yeah. go. No, I mean, wait, wait. I mean, it's not luck. I just didn't take a ten-year sabbatical for cocaine and failed marriages. Right. I understand that. And Apologies to who charged. Wait, hold on, hold on. Hold on a minute. Hold on. Yet. <laughs> I got it out of the way. Let's see how you handle success. 
<laughs> That's what we were saying. We were having that Twitter battle, and at yeah. one point we were like, "What the fuck are we doing?" No, I literally said, "I, I'm, this, I, I this just, is exhausting me. Yeah, uh, I don't want to do this anymore." And you're yeah. like, "Okay, I yeah, love you. let's not do it. I love I you." I said, "Love, Mark." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good moment. Yeah, I felt very. It was like seven in the morning. I was getting on a plane, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, yeah, yeah." No, yeah, I, I have warm feelings for you. <laughs> I do. I do. I, I always liked you, and I liked you at the beginning, uh, when we first met, when you liked me. And, and that was before you were successful, and you were very sort of like, I really like what you do, and you know, it's important. it was important to you. I've never not uh, known Kumail to be successful. He I've, was successful from the second I first No, no, uh, this was before. He was, it was a tricky time. Like they, <laughs> yeah, it was in between. He, was, he hadn't moved to, out here yet. And he, and I was in Pakistan, and... Uh, <laughs> I mean, I was the biggest comedian in Pakistan, but... No, but it was weird, because I got booked in Pakistan. Neither one of us could understand it. And <laughs> he said, can I open with you for you? I said, how much time you got? And, and it was weird. It was in Brooklyn, though, actually. And you had a <laughs> shitty car, and you gave me a ride somewhere. I still have that car. Why? Because, I mean, who... I mean, I, it works. No, I'm the same way. I have a Toyota I Camry. I, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, you want to go car shopping? I, I don't know anything about cars. Every time Me I neither. Let's go. All right. Let's go car shopping. I literally bought my first car. I went in and I said, I want a red car. And I want it today. And I went to, and I got a red car. And I have a red car now. Do you have another car, though? Is there a second? Does Emily have a car? Emily has the car that uh, we gave you the ride in. Oh, that was a great yeah. ride. Wasn't I used, it? Yeah, it yeah. was. I used to go on your website and uh, reload, hoping that you've written new essays every day. You Could you guys do this on the Who Gives a Shit podcast? <laughs> God, thank you, Doug. God damn it. Holy I think we, shit. Like, honestly, Doug, I think we We were just progress. waiting for it to take an ugly turn, and it just didn't. It just became no, it started friendly, typical table. chit-chat between people who don't want to start up anything. Oh. Um, but Kulop also has something very important that she's, uh, <laughs> she's promoting. She's got an Indiegogo... Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's an Indiegogo Indiegogo? Yeah. Uh, for uh, a documentary. It's a documentary. Tell I, us about it. I directed it. It's called Origin Story. Um, it's about me kind of figuring out, uh, when I was 14, I found out my dad, my dad wasn't my real dad, and I just went to Laos uh, just this past April and met him. So it's sort of a journey. Uh, that the dad you grew up with wasn't your real dad? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. When my, I found out because uh, I defended him once. And then my mom said, why are you defending him? He's not your real dad. Whoa. This was recently? This was when I was 14. Oh, okay. It took me till 34 to kind of figure out that I should probably meet the guy who I owe half my DNA to. That's was a crazy way to find out. It's not great. <laughs> could be worse. Your dad could have been Vince Vaughn. I'm not, you know what? I've never factored that. Is that a delivery man reference? He had, yes. <laughs> He had two hundred and fifty kids. Sure that is the only time he delivery had two hundred and fifty kids in that movie. Two hundred and fifty kids, and his girlfriend was mad at him for having so many kids. And he was like, "I was young and I donated sperm." Well, at least he went out to look for them, right? How, how did it turn out, though? Did it turn it's out? It's hard okay? to get well, a visa. That the, that's probably the end of the documentary. Okay, okay. She needs to raise money for uh, post production on yeah. the documentary. Yeah, I'm pretty much done with all photography, but it's just getting across. Where the do they line. go to do it? They go to Indiegogo and search Origin Story Doc. Please. All right. I got to tweet that. Um, yes, please. And Howard's got a new album out. Some of this, some of that. It is a. Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> 
Don't hold back, audience. This is a dialogue. Um, it is uh, some of this, some of that. It's the third uh, album, and they'll have a summer trio of albums. The trilogy. Trilogy, and um, it's so great. On this special summer, just yesterday, uh, three panda cubs triplets were born in China. Hey, uh, give it up. For the, <laughs> Why did you touch Kulaf when you said China? I just wanted to connect with her about where it was all going down. Not Chinese. So just somewhere else is all you need. He, so calls, he calls all of Asia my sector. <laughs> hey, I'm from Asia and I'm, I'm not from her sector. No, no, but isn't she a great representative? Give it up, everybody. <laughs> you all just clapping for racism right now. <laughs> You know, uh, uh, I like to think of it as all the tribes gathering. Just tribes? Tribes. The tribes? tribes. Oh, yeah. All the natives. I'm a tribesman. Mark's a tribesman. A very powerful and successful tribe. (laughs) Twelve colors, divisions. He knows well, a lot. Yeah, I do, I do. We're, we're renegade Jews. There are better Jews than us. Exactly. The, the maverick bees. Hey, guys. Um, some of this, some of that. Some of this, some of that. Pick I just up. got that pun, by the way. Some of this, some of that? Great pun. It, you got it quicker than I did, Kumail. <laughs> um, it's a great album. It's got 10 tracks, including Goo Cruise and Government Pants. A lot of stuff that Mark endorses privately to me. And a um, uh, big, big supporter of Howard's work. Right. He's Privately. Saving, there you go. He's saving his rap. Uh, but it's a great album. Pick it up on iTunes and at uh, Bandcamp. Please. Pick it up. Pick it up. Pick it up. Um, all right. So we've run out of time. And uh, so we're going to play a really fast game. What, what, did Mark promote, didn't plug I can't anything. promote anything. Oh, I thought um, earlier I said something about how you had a special Robin Williams edition of the thing. That well, yeah, that went up, but I have other things. Hey, how, old, how long All right, maybe next time, Mark. Wait, when does this go up? When does it go up? Immediately. Tomorrow. Okay. Tomorrow. All right, well, I'll be at uh, the Comedy Zone in Charlotte, North Carolina, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Nice. 15th nice. and 16th. That'd be good if you could come. Yep. I just did Oddball there, which had 10,000 people, and my sales are not that great at the Zone. Oh, I'd say I, I, I give them kind of a you know well a big walk up market there. I I'm, think. No, I'm I'm excited. I, I like it. Just I like listening to this. Hey, yeah, I do this on the Who Gives a Shit podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's play the game. I'm People ready. People get to do their plugs. Can we, Kumail, can we, you guys were talking about gardening or something. <laughs> we're going constantly with the gardening. We're going constant car gardeners. We both have shitty cars that we tried to bring it back to for some reason. <laughs> Can we eat these cookies or what? Yeah. Oh, okay. please. You eat, want donut holes? No, no, no. Just, make, <laughs> oh, sorry. just the Maybe. cookies, not the holes. Okay. Um, but okay? let's, to hold determine hold a winner, because somebody okay. needs to win the prize bag. What are we playing, one game? Like? Let's, we're going to play a very fast game. It's called Doing Lines with Mark. Yeah. I had uh, 15 years sober yesterday. This is good. These are your lines? <laughs> These right. are my lines. You're stepping over Mark. Can I eat the You're cookies? stepping all over Mark, Mark. So, to play it again. <laughs> we got Mark Wahlberg to pre-record uh, for tonight's show because he's, uh, he's busy. Uh, I know. I know. Isn't it a shame that I didn't bring him out when there's no show left? Wouldn't that have been worse? 
I, I do not know what I don't want to know what Mark Wahlberg thinks about uh, Robin Williams dying. Is, is, uh, so I'm glad he's gone. Uh, I'm glad Mark Wahlberg's gone. Jesus. Wow. Wow. Tough crowd. <laughs> um, so Mark Wahlberg's going to say a line from a movie. Anybody want a Jim Jim? And uh, first one of you to guess uh, what movie this, uh, this line is from is going to be uh, the winner tonight uh, on this very special episode where everybody just this, learn, this is learns it. This to is, get along. This is it? This is going to be it. As soon as, he, as soon as he plays it, I think he's just waiting for just enough silence to drop it in. Oh, the terrorists. Yeah, they were in that way. It was a run by fruiting. I'll get them. Don't worry. I got it. That's uh, oh. Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> That's correct. Kumail is our winner. Drive <laughs> by fruiting. I love how you just said, I got it. <laughs> I should have been more clear that you just have to blurt it out. And so, uh, where's the uh, person with the uh, donut holes? Uh, here you go, dude. Come get your prizes. There's a, uh, a bag full of stuff and uh, Mark's album and uh, no packs. You get- and you can have your donut holes Can we back talk about movies or something? Are we really done? Is it over? It's really over. What do you mean <laughs> talk about movies? We talked about a great movie actor. For I saw the that, that uh, Happy Christmas that uh, oh, did Joe... You like- uh, Is it good? Uh, yeah, I liked it a lot. And I saw the other one, the confusing French one, um, Indigo, Mood Indigo. The fuck was that about? It's a lot of Michelle Gondry. It's a lot, a lot of, of going on. Trippy, a lot of trippy effort. imagery. Trippy. Based on a book, oddly enough. Yeah, see, I got to read the book because yeah. I found the movie compelling, but I was so caught up with uh, things that were moving that shouldn't be that I couldn't yeah. follow. Yeah, that Audrey tattoo is pretty adorable. Yeah. And uh, have you seen? What? Well, so let's do it. What have you seen lately, Howard? Oh, I saw uh, something terrible. Uh, Jim Jarmusch. Uh, bad? Oh, the vampire thing? Yeah. Oh, it's real. not good? Only lovers left alive? Yeah, real, real bad. <laughs> <laughs> real uh, bad. Well, they like, what was wrong with it? Uh, they spent just a lot of time kind of being bummed out that they had to keep finding blood. It was like, <laughs> if you're going to show me another angle of the way vampires live, like, I could figure, yeah, that, like... Uh, down moments. <laughs> you should do movie reviews. That's what I keep I saying. I do on who. He doesn't like. He doesn't like, har- he doesn't like hard up vampires. Right. He likes successful Wait, vampires. You don't or, like movies that are like. What do you call them? Crazy make them ups. Crazy make them ups. Guys, he yeah. doesn't like movies. Oh, easy. I love Jaws. It's a best That's true. movie he does ever love Jaws. made. He loves Jaws. And. Uh, but I, I'm not so yeah, into where you gotta buy into five other rules before you can watch the movie. But other than Jaws, you wish most films were two minutes. I think a lot of movies are too long. <laughs> and there's a lot of songs that give you the same amount of a ride and like a lot less time. And then you can put your energies into you live in a dystopian world where the caps are melting and the animals are dying and the bombs are going like off. The, like like a, be a hero in this world that you're already in. It's like, like a very, it was a very slow Eddie Pepitone rant. <laughs> a very soft... <laughs> Eddie Pepitone at bedtime. Yeah, a light FM. <laughs> yeah, it's him like sleep talking. We're uh, all in trouble. <laughs> Things are bad. Cuckoo, what have you seen lately? Uh, last movie I saw was Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, it's a delight. It's a delight. 
so I so Groot. funny. What about the Linklater movie? I've Anyone seen see that? Yeah, oh, Boyhood. I saw that. It's that, great. Yeah, that was good. Took a long time to make that. <laughs> <laughs> Almost you, as long to watch it though, too, right? I thought that movie was so great. Like the cumulative effect it's of wild. it. By the end, wild. I was like, right. I was like crying. Well, so you over give it shit. a good cum score at the end. Great cum score because. I was like, I don't know if it's going to have a real story or if it's just you seeing a kid grow up and that's the appeal of it, but by the end of it... Well, yeah, because you keep saying, like, oh, that's the same guy. Yeah, that's what you do the whole movie. It's the same... Look how he's turning out. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I saw it, he... There was, like, a Q&A. He, that kid introduced it. So mm. I saw him as a grown-up, and then next I saw he was seven years old, and it was... And it, then also, when the movie was over, you got to see him at three hours older. <laughs> Are you trying to say you didn't like the movie? I, I haven't seen it. I'm just, oh. I'm just worried that I won't like it. It's really, really wonderful. I don't know if you didn't know the device that it would be as compelling as it is. Do you know what I mean? Right, if you right. were just sort of, yeah. I'm just going to go see this movie. I don't know anything about it. You'd be like, what the fuck is the point of this? Yeah. But knowing, then you're like, oh, this is emotionally interesting. But I think that's part of the experience of watching the movie. Yes. It's like of knowing course. the device. Of yeah. course. I'm not saying it should stand alone on its own merits. <laughs> I'm going to do some uh, stand-up at the uh, Tempe Improv on Wednesday, August 20th. All my dates are at douglasmovies.com. Uh, do you guys have shitheads on the back of your Jim Jims and your license plate and yeah. stuff? we got to sort that out because we want them to get their uh, consolation prize. And uh, where is it on the Jim Jims? It's not. It's not, <laughs> it's Sorry, not on the Jim Jims. <laughs> Could you come down and write one down for me, dude? Oh, oh. Whoa! <laughs> No one saw that, man. <laughs> I want to make sure everyone knows what happened. People at home, he tripped on the stage. But you recovered. didn't have to do that. Why did you have to do that? Recovered with Slim. You just I cut mean, it out. With a Sharpie in hand, and he wrote down a, a terrific shithead. Please so. trip on the way up. Good job. Okay. Oh, that was too dangerous. He jumped. He jumped. Sir, you are full of hubris. Is there a, uh, is there a shithead on the hula hoop? No, I don't know what that is. <laughs> What do you mean? It's that round thing it's you're holding. It's a weird sentence. Is there one? There is? On the, on the back, back of the, of the paper. paper. Oh, oh you God. made a puzzle. Thanks a lot, Scotty. <laughs> Good one, Scotty. <laughs> you made a puzzle. <laughs> Come out just repeated my punchline. No, I was repeating it because I thought I it was it. funny. I, I know. I, 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 you did it right. All right. Thank you to all of my guests, Mark Marin, Howard Kramer, Kulak Halaisak, and Kumail Nanjani. Hey, Kumail, can you come back next week? Yeah. Okay, oh. Kumail will be back next week. And uh, as always... Why, why does he get the only... Because he won. Oh. Uh, as always... Remember last time how you won? That's grumpy. me now. <laughs> I don't know uh, how you can like possibly compare the two. <laughs> last, uh, last time was a, well, that was a, a tough moment. Yeah. It was compelling. Yeah, you guess. Like I had to use my brain right. and, and reach deep. For, Do you what it was? You huh? just remembered going to see it in the theater when it came out. <laughs> oh, I don't know why I did that. I'm sorry. Yeah, but it was like, I'm, it's, it's an old joke, but I'm not that old. No, I mean, no. it's, I'm sorry that it didn't come to your country. <laughs> As always. Uh, actually, it, it did make it whatever, there. Whatever, uh, We're all sure, big yeah. Wizard of Oz fans yeah. in Pakistan. Yeah, it didn't help, though, did it? No. <laughs> we're still in the black and white land over there. <laughs> to us, we were like, what's so impressive about this? It's just another fully black and white movie. Kyle Schaffer is a shithead. Did I say that right? 
Schaefer. Okay. Well. Are you losing steam, Doug? No, I'm wrapping it up. <laughs> do, on your show in the garage, do people keep crying when you're trying to close the show down? <laughs> Give one more plug for coffee.com or whatever the fuck. The people that don't like the movie Hook are a shithead, and Depression is a shithead. Now it's time for Doug to watch a southern hockey. Eyes unfold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in 